Hey friends, welcome to Girls' Night. I'm Stephanie Mae Wilson, and I am so happy that you're here. Each week, I have a girlfriend over, and we talk through one of the biggest questions we have about our lives as women. We're talking about friendships and faith and relationships and self-confidence, about our calling in life and how to live every bit of our lives to the absolute full. Life is so much better and easier and absolutely more fun when we navigate it together as girlfriends, and I cannot wait to get started. So you guys have heard me say that phrase a lot, right? Life is so much better, easier, more fun when we navigate it together as girlfriends. I say it pretty much constantly because I believe it with my whole heart. I believe that it's true in every area of our lives, and it's especially true when it comes to pursuing our dreams. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Today, I'm so excited to get to introduce you to two amazing small business owners who also happen to be two of my closest friends and two of the women who have made the biggest difference as I've pursued the things I believe God created me to do in the world. The women you'll meet today are Taja Harmony, a Baton Rouge-based lifestyle photographer who takes the most beautiful maternity, newborn, and family photos, and Brianna Tosta, an LA-based travel designer who plans the most unbelievable trips for her clients, sending them all over the world. Taja and Bri have been some of my closest friends for the last several years. We met right as each of us was starting our own businesses, and we created a business small group, which some people call a mastermind. Friends, I cannot wait for you to meet these women. They are wise and funny and wonderful and inspiring, and they have made a huge difference in my life. I would not be doing the work I'm doing today without them. And you know what? I would bet that if you asked every successful woman in the world, she'd be able to point to some girlfriends who made all the difference for her along the way too. All too often, we think we have to compete with each other as women, but I've learned from the smartest women I know that it's when we collaborate that we're the most successful. When we run our races together, helping each other, cheering each other on, working together, lifting each other up, that's when amazing things begin to happen. And that's what Brie and Taja and I have seen in our business small group over the last three years. So today we're talking about friendship and how to find your own little tribe of women. But we're not just talking about ordinary friendship. We're talking about business friends, finding women who are in your same industry or women with similar goals who you can run your race with so that you guys can help each other run so much faster. We can't achieve our dreams alone and thank God, right? Because it's so much more fun when we do it together. I cannot wait to share this episode with you. But before I do, there's something I wanted to make sure to tell you about. So I got a message on Instagram yesterday from a sweet reader of mine asking if I have any resources to help her as she's trying to figure out what God's plan is for her life. So tough, right? I feel like that's all of our question. So I wrote her back with one word and then a link. And all I said was, yes, with 8,000 exclamation points because I absolutely have resources to help. Okay, I totally wrote her back more than that, but there were a lot of exclamation points. The resource I shared with her is called the Lipstick Gospel Devotional, and here is what it's all about. It's a 90-day devotional to help you consistently connect with God, hearing from Him, trusting His plans, and feeling His presence in your everyday life. In this devotional, we talk about how to consistently spend time with God and how to feel connected to Him well beyond your morning quiet times. We talk about how to make the difference in the world that only you can make, how to trust the plans God has for your life, and how to figure out what those plans actually are, how to step into your God-given identity and how to start seeing yourself the way that God sees you, how to truly feel beautiful in your own skin, how to connect with Christ-centered community, and that is just the beginning. Friends, if you are looking to grow in your faith these days, I would love to share this resource with you. You can pick up a copy of the Lipstick Gospel Devotional through my shop. It's smaywilsonshop.com, or you can also click the link in my Instagram profile. I'm at smaywilson over on Instagram. Okay, friends, with that said, let's jump into today's episode. Here is my conversation with Taja and Brie. 
All right, you guys, I am so excited for what we have today. I'm sitting here with two of my very closest friends, Brianna and Taja. You guys, I've been wanting to introduce you to them forever, and I'm so glad you're here. Brie, you've actually been here before, but we can talk about that in a second. Will you guys just take a second to introduce yourself? Brie, you start. Tell us who you are, what you do, and I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you for a fun fact. So... Go oh, ahead. <laughs> goodness. So hello. It's great to be back. Obviously, you know, I love your podcast, Steph. And I'm um, just chatting with you and with all your listeners. And I've had a chance to kind of like connect with some of them too, which has been really fun. So because you, you were on episode eight, I think. Was it eight? Seven, I don't know the number, but it was talking all about travel and how to make that a part of your life, which was really fun, obviously, for me. Yes. I love that. Okay. So keep going. Who, who okay. you are. So yes, I'm Bree, and um, I'm recently married, which I think is is a cool fact, not maybe fun, but cool since the last time I was on your podcast, I was not. I like to say that I'm a mature married person, meaning I'm married a little later in life. So I think I'm sure I've talked to you about like being single and living life to the fullest in that stage. And so I'm in another stage now, which is great. I have a forever roommate, and that takes getting used to. And I also now have adopted a cool dog. So I have two new men in my life, which is awesome. And yeah, I have a business, a travel business. It's called Milk and Honey Travels, and I am a travel designer. So I get to plan and create the vacation of people's dreams from start to finish. It's amazing. I love travel. I'm super passionate about it. And that allows me to work from wherever and build the kind of life that I love. So that's me in a nutshell. I love that. And you guys, if you have any sense of wanderlust at all, which I have it like crazy. I have so much wanderlust. You should follow Brie because she has just the most amazing Instagram feed that will just feed all of your like ideas and get you setting aside all of your money for travel. Brie, you planned a trip for Carl and I last fall to Spain and Portugal and yeah. it was amazing. Like Brie's the kind of person who can find a sunset anywhere, who always is at the <laughs> right place in the right time, eating the right kind of food right at sunset and it's perfect. So I'm so glad Yay. you're here. Awesome. Um, and then Miss Taja, do you want to introduce yourself and give us a fun fact? Hi. Um, so I'm really excited to be here. Um, Stephanie has just been one of like my favorite influencing friends. And so it's been really fun to be here. Um, so my name is Taja Harmony and I own a business called Quaint and Whim, where I primarily focus on doing lifestyle photography for different family members is kind of my main thing. And a fun fact about me is that ever since I was eight, I was a violinist and I almost was a professional violinist. I actually went to college for it. Okay. Taja is the kind of friend and Brie, you can back <laughs> me up here where yes. Taja is good at everything. Like every All time, things. Yeah, like every time <laughs> we turn around, it's like, well, I'm like a professional. This Taja is also an aerialist, which means that <laughs> yeah. you swing from ceilings on crazy silks. Like, I mean, you are just, yeah. She's, and she's like, uh, what was that kind of dance that she can do? Break dancing? Yes. You can <laughs> break dance? <laughs> what the actual heck? <laughs> yes. Okay. So my fun fact is that I have a lot of hobbies. I change. <laughs> I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> Which oh is amazing. God. And also reminds me, I didn't mention my fun fact, but I'm glad because it does not compare to Taja. Actually, I'm going to mention it anyway because I think it's funny that I like to remember really great accomplishments from when I was like young and it does not matter anymore as an adult. So my fun fact is that I was like third grade reader of the year. Why I remember this, I know no, I know nothing else from third grade except for the fact that I literally won an award for this and I was so proud that I read more books than anyone else in third grade, which makes me a nerd as well. And I happily embrace that. Brie, that is the cutest fun fact <laughs> I have ever heard. <laughs> 
think I've said this on the podcast before, but this is not as cute as yours. But really, one of my fun facts, one of my go-tos is from the third grade as well. And in third grade, I had, get ready, this is a long list, I had braces, glasses, headgear, those rubber bands that like (laughs) attach your teeth to each other, like on your braces. And I was in the chess club all at the same time. I was. Oh, you were winning. You were really winning. Yes. Adolescence. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I know. Thank God it got better from there. Not a lot better, not better quickly, but thank God it got better from there. Oh my gosh. So we have three sweet nerds here, three friends here. I'm so excited. Okay. So you guys, I'm really, really happy to have you here. You guys are, you know, I always say that I, I feel like I have a board of advisors in life, like just women who were on my team and in my corner and helping me become the woman I want to be and do the things that I feel like God created me to do in the world. And you guys have been on that board of advisors for, let's figure out how long it's been. Three? Are we on three years? Yeah, I think so. I think so. This is crazy. So you guys have been like dear friends of mine and really an enormous part of my life for the last three years. And I feel like you guys have been a really big part of my life in a very unique way for a lot of reasons. And One of those is that, you know, we have a lot of women in our community who are big dreamers and ambitious and want to do big things in the world and are are chasing down dreams and ambitions and careers and really, you know, yeah, wanting to make a big difference in the world. And they have support systems in their lives. But I, I know that there are a lot of women and I've gotten to talk to a bunch of them who are doing these big things and they have a support system, but they're still feeling really lonely and really stuck and kind of tired as they pursue their dreams, because while they do have a support system in their lives, you know, they have a great boyfriend or husband or parents or best friends, or, you know, youth, like a small group at church that doesn't automatically fill this void in our lives. And I think that that void is having best friends to pursue our dreams with, to have women who are like by our side and in our corner, helping us who are walking a similar path to us that can help us get to where we're going faster and easier and make the journey more fun and can even help us get further in life. And I think for a long time, I didn't have that. And you guys were the very first people to be that kind of support system in my life. And so I've been wanting to introduce the girls to you guys forever. And I'm so happy to have us here together so we can talk about like what that's looked like in our lives and how we've done that because it's been huge for all of us. And I know that no matter what career path the women who are listening are pursuing, it's easier and better. And we, we get further when we have like women walking the journey with us. So all that to say, Brie, will you give a little background about how we got connected? Like tell the story. I feel like we're like, like three married couples, <laughs> you know, we're like, honey, <laughs> tell how we met. So Brie, honey, tell, tell how we met. <laughs> yes. Okay. So absolutely. I think it was about three and a half years ago that I actually started my business. So that's true that about three years ago, um, we went through this online program together called B school. And if you guys out there are not familiar with B school, it's an online business program, um, led by Marie Forleo, who's amazing and super inspiring in so many ways. But yeah, we all joined this B school program independently and it helps you to learn how to be an entrepreneur because Probably if you know or you have any like passions or dreams or entrepreneurship goals that you're you're pursuing, you realize that 
you decide to maybe pursue this and you really don't know what goes into it, like how to actually make this a business. And so this course teaches you all about that and how to create your brand and how to market it and how to do all of the business related things that nobody teaches you. So it's an eight week course. We do it online. And the three of us joined within this other smaller community under like the umbrella of B-School that allowed us to really be a part of a community and walk through these eight weeks with other entrepreneurs and small business owners. And I think that was really awesome and gave us that taste of community that inspired, I think, where we went from there, which was really um, by Taja kind of like taking the reins and, and leading that. So it was, it was really cool because I think that we are like, oh, wow, there's other people who understand what we're going through and this is awesome. And how can I get more of that? So, yeah, I, I love that. And, and I think that, you know, joining B-School was a big deal for each of us because it's really expensive. And I know for me, like Carl and I had just each lost our second jobs in like a year in the span of a year. And so I think we had maybe $11 to our name at that point. And so like rustling up the money to do this course was a really big deal for me. And, and, and I really had to kind of take a gamble on myself, take a chance. But right around the time that I found B-School was right around the time that I, I really discovered that there were women who were doing this, who were, who were, pursuing dreams and creating businesses online. And I had been blogging for a long time. And again, Carl and I had just lost a total of four jobs by the time we were (laughs) married for a year. And so we both were at the beginning of this entrepreneurial, you know, venture in each of our lives. And so B-School was like such a big step in that direction for me. And getting to meet you guys was, I mean, the, the whole thing was the best part. Getting to meet you guys was the best part too. And so Taja, so before we jump into what happened next, I feel like kind of a a lesson that I learned from that was if you're wanting to connect to other women who are doing similar things to you, um, that you can network with, that can help you along the way, that can answer questions for you, that can just be in it with you and really understand what you're going through and support you. Joining something like B-School is a really great start. It's a like joining a course or, you know, going to a conference or joining a professional society or a meetup or something like that. That's how you meet like-minded people that you can start doing with this. And Brie, well, I think it's true for all of us, but Brie, I feel like you talk about it a lot about how much you hate networking. (laughs) It's really (laughs) hard. Like, do you, when girls are going into situations like this, you specifically, because I know that you have to like really gather up all of your introvert courage and put yourself out there. Do you have any like just tips for girls who are going into a situation where they're trying to meet, you know, new business friends? Yes, I am a network phobia. Is there a such thing as a network phobia, networking <laughs> phobia? If so, I have it. I am amazing until it comes to being face-to-face with people. And it's actually not that I'm bad face-to-face with people. I think it just gives me anxiety. And I'm like in my head having conversations. What can I possibly talk to these people about when I want to exit the conversation? How does that happen? <laughs> like all of these things that go in. And so I try to avoid them. But I think what I realized was as amazing as it is to have my own business and work on my own, doing it on my own is not always that fun. And so putting yourself in situations where you can meet people who are like-minded and who are going through the same struggles and who have the same questions and who are building the same type of thing, even if it's in like their own lane and with their own passions, it really can be helpful. So online is a great way to do that for me because I'm like, yay, great. We get to not have to be in front of people. But (laughs) 
also like doing the in-person stuff works as well. And I think what it really takes is the courage to step into the room and also preparing yourself with like those few questions that you can ask people and not just being like, how's the weather? <laughs> what do you do? Um, but like listening and, and, and going a little bit deeper than just like the surface, like basic networking questions that you answer time and time again, over and over and over, like basically on, you know, repeat. So like just thinking of a few creative things that you can ask people and talk about and then listening to their answers so you can have a genuine conversation about who they are and what they do, because it is always about more than like what we do. And that's, I think the the best part of networking is learning more about like who they are and mm-hmm. then finding those like commonalities about like, okay, so what do you do? And tell me more about that. But like, meeting the real people I think is is key for me and makes it feel less stuffy and less anxiety ridden, if I can say that. Totally. And I think like, I mean, I get so nervous when I'm going into situations like that too. One tip is like, bring a friend. I find I'm always way more bold when I have a friend with me, unless you're going to sit in the corner and just talk to your friend, in which case go by yourself, (laughs) do whatever you need to do. But (laughs) I think that when we meet people face to face, it changes things because like when you connect with someone on Instagram or, you know, via email or on LinkedIn or whatever the thing is, you can connect that way. And like, we've met, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but like you can make amazing friends online, but there is something to be said about meeting someone in person where you remember each other better and, and like a real relationship is formed that way. And so I feel like getting out of our comfort zones and actually going to those things is really important. And, but it's funny talking about this because we didn't mention that we live in all stinking corners of the country. I live, well, I guess a couple of corners. So Brie, you're in LA, um, or you're, you're in Orange County. And then Taja, you're in Baton Rouge and I'm in Nashville. And so we don't live in the same place, but we have formed this like really incredible friendship starting online. So that's possible too. So, okay. Yeah. Speaking of that, Taja, you deserve all the credit for our friendship. And so we're just going to give it to you here. I feel like public shout out to Taja. How so we're all in this. We, we decided to take this course B school. We were part of this smaller community, but then Taja, you took the step to start what is called a mastermind, which is basically just like a business small group. You took the chance to do that. So like, what was your heart for our group as you were thinking about putting it together? Why did you decide to start it? And then how did you work up the courage to like reach out to us? I, it's amazing. I love that you did that. <laughs> um, so I think it all started with, um, I've, I've been a photographer for a very long time and we always have like forms like on Facebook, there's like tons of forms that you can have. And so I would go and ask like these questions about stuff and I would always get this feedback that wasn't necessarily what I was looking for. Like it would be someone kind of just being really insulting or just kind of give you a generic thing that that looks great when you know it could be worked on so much more like that. It's, it's not what you want. And so, um, it all started with us being in the smaller group. So we had, it was like Marie Forleo's B school, like that had a Facebook page, but I mean, there's thousands of people in there and there's like tons of activity. And so we had a a smaller version of, of that. So it was like another group of people all doing, um, B school, but a smaller Facebook page. And, um, I had, I had posted my website on the smaller B school form. And when I went through the website, um, module, and so I had 
that on there and I had asked people to go through it and give me their opinions. And so everyone told me that my website looked great, except for Brie. Brie <laughs> went through and basically came up with this Word document of all of the things that were wrong with my website. Like she went and just ripped my website to shreds. And oh. I was like, who is this girl? She is my new best friend. <laughs> that is such a unique reaction on both sides that Bree's like, I'm going to give it to you straight. And Tasha's like, I appreciate that. It's, yeah. Oh and so gosh. it was, it was so, it was really cool. And, um, I think after that we became like, we just kind of, I think became Facebook friends or I started following her. But when I was going through, um, even like how Brie was very active, like she would give people like straight up advice. Um, she asked a lot of questions. So I thought that was really cool. It's like, she seemed that she genuinely cared if someone was asking a question, how she was going to give them feedback. And, um, I remember at that point thinking like, this was like, I couldn't, have paid for this advice. Like this was such good advice that I wish that I could like, I wanted her opinion on more things than just my website at that time. So kind of as the course started finishing up, it made me realize like the importance of just having people that really, really connect with you. And so I had actually asked Bree that um, if she would be interested in doing um, a mastermind and also if she knew anybody else who would um, be interested in being a part of the mastermind. And Bree actually mentioned you, Steph. And so I had messaged you and I don't think I was nervous just because I kind of had like, I worked with Bree a little bit, but I was nervous reaching out with you because I didn't know, I didn't have like a personal connection with you and you took forever to respond. So I was just like, this girl saying no, like we need to look towards more people. <laughs> she is not interested. I have no idea why it took me so long to respond. Like, what was I even doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But, um, but you, you, you came around and, um, and you actually said that you wanted to be, um, on board, but, um, I think what really helped was just really sitting down and making like very clear guidelines so that people knew what they were getting in. So it's like, if someone said no, that they didn't want to be a part of the mastermind, um, I felt good about that because I was so clear about like, I really want this to be a thing that we're dedicating time to, and it's not something we can be flaky about. Yeah. So on that note, I think that when we're talking about gathering a group of girls together, the idea of structure is like sort of formal. It's like, okay, if it's a group of friends, you need structure. What does that mean? But I think that we, I mean, we had a really strict structure of how we met and when we met when we first got together. And I think that that was the thing that really bonded us and really kept us going. And so I think that like, no matter what kind of group of women that you're thinking about gathering or connecting with, I do think that having some like setting expectations and having some sort of regularity with which you meet will take it from being this thing that was great that happened once to something that like three years later, you're really still doing it. And, you know, maybe that means like you just meet once a month because everyone's in a really busy season and that's what you're able to do. Or maybe it's, you know, maybe it's online so that like, you know, we don't have any travel time getting to each other because we just open our laptops and, and hang out on like Google Hangouts. Um, but Tasha, can you, and I, I'm asking you because you were the lead, I mean, you're really, you've led our group. And then also you are like the structured queen when it comes to our group. So do you remember like, what were our 
what were some of the rules or like some of the structure pieces that, that we put into place? Yes. So I think I'm going to take a step back to kind of talk about like how, like the purpose of the group, because it was really like connecting with, um, with Brie and you, um, on to, into the group. But the most important thing was that structure wise, I wanted to have people that were in different fields. So I, I kind of wanted to make sure that it was like people who like, I'm a photographer, Brie does traveling. And then, um, we have Steph, who is our relationship master, um, on, on all the things. And, um, what was really important that our commonality was not only that we were business owners, but also that we were believers. And I felt like there was a huge gap in my small business friends and my Christian friends. Like they were kind of like two different people. And so when I would go and say like, I'm praying for this for my business. It's like people were kind of didn't really understand that. And also with my Christian friends, when I would say I'm praying in business, they kind of didn't understand how to give me the business advice that, that I needed. And so that was something that I really felt was lacking in my own environment. So reaching out and finding people who were just believers and small business owners as well was kind of like the, the, like the core fabric of our mastermind group. Mm-hmm. And so with, with that and having like that common goal, it was really kind of doing a structure around that, like making sure that we, we met every other week for two hours and, and we did um, Google Hangouts. And then also to let people know that this wasn't indefinite, that at the end of every six months that we would reevaluate. And at the end of every six months, it's been awesome because I really thought that we would just do it for six months and then we'll just kind of like not want to do it anymore. Like, you know, cause that's a, a huge time commitment. And the fact that every six months we've like re-signed on and wanted to be a part of it. And, um, also just the fact that we can reevaluate things because our structure has changed so much at the end of each six months and our, and like everything has just, we're constantly evaluating and growing because we just have these different seasons in life. So just to allow space for flexibility in that. I think I remember, and I don't know if you guys remember this. I'm pretty sure this is true that we set out in the very beginning. We said that if you miss more than two like meetings, then you're out of the group. And I remember being like very scared by that. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to be there. And it's, it's funny now because we're so much more laid back now, but it's because I feel like we like that that intentionality of like, we're showing up and we're going to do this, I think really connected us and really helped us take this seriously. And it made it so that, you know, as we're scheduling our week, it wasn't like, do I have time to fit our mastermind meeting in? Or it, it was like, I'm going to schedule things around that because this is really important. This connection time together is really important. So I think that as girls are thinking about, you know, like connecting with women in their own lives, in their own careers, like some of the things you said that I love, Taja, are like, you can connect with women who are in similar fields, but not the same ones. You know, you get to decide what you want in common. If you are a teacher, maybe you do want to connect with women who are all teachers. And maybe you want to connect with women who are all believers. There's something so special about the intersection of what we do for work and our faith and, and having people who intersect on both of those things. They can also be women who are in like slightly different career paths. Like we're not photographers, but you are. And so, so I think that that's really, that's really special as well. And I think you know, with the structure and as you're deciding what kind of just how you want to gather women in your life and how you want to connect, it can be as casual as like you grab coffee every once in a while. It can be 
a whole bunch of women that you invite over. That's something I've been thinking about doing is like trying to connect with a group of women in Nashville and just seeing, just inviting a whole bunch over once a month or something like that. And whoever's there doesn't really matter. It's not quite as intentional, but with our group, we wanted it to be really regular, regular, really consistent and really like close knit. Um, and I think that that served us really well because it set a foundation where like years later, we're still doing it. Brie, I wanted to ask, like, can you explain what we would do in our mastermind time? Like what the really, I mean, what the, what the goal of our, our time has been and like what it, yeah. What, like, yeah. what we're doing here. Yeah, no. And I think that, like you said, it's, it's changed and it's kind of like grown with us in our businesses. But I think at the beginning we would alternate in between just having these meeting times that focused on a specific topic, right? So a specific topic that was relatable to each of our businesses. And we could talk about that topic and give each other feedback. So whether that was marketing or our brand or time management or whatever the case may be, but we all could like share and get feedback in the same two-hour time span on topics that are relatable from a business perspective, no matter what our specific industry was. And that was super helpful because there are so many commonalities when you're a solo business owner or an entrepreneur or have a passion project or whatever the case may be. Um, and it can be lonely and it's easy to feel overwhelmed or confused or unsure. But when you kind of understand that like, these are actually very similar things that everyone is dealing with. And so let's talk about it and put it out there and get feedback and discuss best practices and all of those things can be really helpful. And then the other thing that was super amazing and helpful and kind of like the cornerstone, I think, of what our mastermind has become was just these hot seats that we did. So that would be a meeting that was dedicated to one person specifically. And they came to the table with like, here's one project, one thing I'm thinking about, one struggle in my business. Here is where I'm at with it. Here's where I'm thinking about going with it. Like, let's tear this thing apart and build it up like stronger. Right. And I think that the beauty of that was it was a laser focus on one person's business and the ability to bring all of our ideas, brainstorm and their strength in numbers, right? So it's all of our different talents and ways of seeing things and et cetera. Like essentially you get a team without having to pay people salary (laughs) Um, to to dive into your business. And the more we got to know each other and our businesses, the, the deeper we could speak into it. It's like, I know where Stephanie's heart at. I know where her strengths are. I know maybe some blind spots that she's not seeing because I really am invested in what she's doing and vice versa. And so we can look at this and dissect it and really get a game plan into how this is going to move forward because that's all it like it's not just about talking about it and like that's a great idea let's just keep it as an idea it's really about like no we're moving forward and this is your two hours to take this one thing and really get get what you need to actually move it forward so i think that was a really really great part of what we did yeah and we hold each other accountable which was like like we gave each other like like if we had an idea it was just like this is my idea and then it was just like okay like i expect to see something like by the end of next week and like hold me accountable for it, which I think was a big thing in our mastermind is just kind of having like these, these business partners that were just like knew a deadline. Cause when you know a deadline yourself, you can always fudge it and push it around. (laughs) But it was just kind of like, you know, getting a text message, like, Hey, just wanted to check on where you are with your project. It's just kind of like, wow, like 
it makes motivates you to get it done. Yes, absolutely. I think some of my favorite things are I have like these memories of sitting up and we we I feel like we've gotten better about this. We work more during like work hours, but for a while I like I have these memories of all of us sitting up at like 9:30 at night on our couches watching a movie and working on our websites or something and then every few minutes texting each other and being like, "Hey, will you look at it now? Does this make sense?" Like and I think that that's one of the that's been one of the most beneficial things for me is like that question, "Does this make sense or is this good or is it am I doing this right? Like those are the questions that you guys have been able to help me answer. And like, I think, I mean, the biggest question is like, am I the only one, you know, am I alone in this? And to have us all be like, no, we all have times when things didn't go well or when we failed at something. And and just to have a team of like, honestly, like sisters to, to pick you back up and be like, you can do this. And I feel like both of you guys have, I have, you know, screenshots all throughout my phone, all throughout my like, you know, photos up of when you guys have just like spoken into my life, when you've been like, Stephanie, I know that you think this, but this is not true. This is the truth about who you are. This is what God says about you. This is what I'm praying for you. Like, and I'm just like bowled over by like truth and love. And I got my butt kicked in the very best way. And and I just feel like that's like, that's what we've been able to do in this time. One of the most important things I think that, you know, really makes or breaks any sort of group of women is vulnerability and, and the, the ability to be vulnerable. And I think that like all too often, especially when it comes to our professions, when we're meeting other women, we feel, or, or men too, we feel like we need to put on our very best face. We show up with like our business card and our pencil skirt and our most impressive, you know, accomplishments at the top of our mind. And while there are times and places for this, I think that if we would have done that to each other, our group would have lasted like maybe a month. I think the thing that kept us going for so long is the fact that we weren't showing our highlight reels to each other. We were showing like the truth of how we were doing, like even, I mean, down to our finances, like this is how much money I need to make this month. I'm struggling. This is where I am, you know, and we've all been there. So Brie, I would love, because I know that this is such a like enormous thing in your heart and that friendship and female friendship is like such a cornerstone of your life. How did we make this a safe space for vulnerability? How can women do that with like, the other women that they're connecting with? And how do you know when the right time is to be vulnerable with someone? Yeah. And I think, um, thank you for, for saying that, but I would even like pass that back off to you because I remember the first time, like we were getting off of our Google hangout, which is all we knew was how to get in touch with each other on Google hangout and Facebook. And Stephanie was like, Hey, so we, we should exchange numbers. And I was like, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going there. Um, That's it's, it's true. She was like, we should be yeah. real life friends. Like she, she was like, not friends. just Google Hangouts. <laughs> yes. But that is because she is a friendship queen. And so um, after that, it kind of just opened the door for us to know each other outside of what we did and to know each other for who we are, which is super important. We never should be defined by like what we do and no matter how awesome and amazing it is. And so I think that that was a really big turning point to being like, Hey, how can we just talk about like real life as well as business? And so like, let's talk about, did you go on a date? How was it? Like, what are you struggling with? How are your finances? Like for real, for real, like not what Instagram is showing this pretty perfect curated picture of your life. Let's just talk about how life really is and how we can help support and pray for one another. Because like Taja was saying, like that was the cornerstone on the, the, core of, of our group is that we had faith in common. And so if, when you have the ability to have a community where faith is the, the core of it, the ability to pray for and support people through prayer is 
super like powerful. And I think that each one of us has the gift to really like connect with people and, and lift them up in prayer and encourage them in prayer and knowing, you know, someone and who they are, what they're going through in life, because it's all interconnected. Just really help us take our business friendship and create a real friendship. And that's super important to me. I think that while I am technically an introvert and I keep my circle close, once you're in that circle, I'm never letting go. Like I'm in it to win it. Like I am your ride or die now. And so we are going to do life together. However that looks, however messy it can be at times, you know, like ups, downs, all of it. And so I think that once we got to that point, it really just it took us to a whole new level. And I think that we are all better humans because of it and also better business owners. I think so too. I think like, I think like, you know, vulnerability feels really tricky and it's really scary because, you know, we're really afraid that someone's going to see that we don't have it all together. But the truth is they're going to see that. And that's going to be such a gift to them because they don't have it together either. And when we can all just like be a mess together, then we can actually get somewhere. I, I think that like my favorite trick has always been the question, how are you really? Like, how is this actually going? And having the courage to ask that question, it's as simple as that asking the question, not, Oh, how are you? Like, Oh, good. Great. You too. Great. Wonderful. Like, no, how are you really? How is this specific thing actually going? And then get, like sitting there with them, showing them that you actually want to hear the answer and then being willing to actually answer that question too. And so if someone says, how are you actually answering with the truth? And so I think that that's what we started to do with like, how is this going? Okay. Well, actually I'm really scared or actually this is not going well, or, you know, nobody signed up for this, or, you know, I'm really struggling financially this month. And I think that that's, that's what leads to really powerful connections with business best friends and also like other best friends as well. For sure. I also was kind of giggling as you talked about, did you go on a date? Because I'll just say that I was, the three of us were together in separate countries, like internationally, when both of you guys really started talking to the people that you are currently with. Brie, we were sitting with you in Mexico on a, I'm going to put this in air quotes, retreat, because really it was like <laughs> a friend vacation, which we'll talk about that in a minute. When you're like, I'm texting this guy, like his name's Joey and like, spoiler alert, Joey's not your husband. And Taza, we won't throw you too far under the bus, but there was a similar situation at Bree's wedding, actually, when we were talking about a boy that you were maybe thinking about dating that you are now currently dating and he is wonderful. So I feel like yeah, those happened all all together. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Hey friends. I hope you're loving this conversation with Taja and Bree as much as I am. Aren't they great? I wanted to pop in for one quick second to thank our sponsor for this week. Our sponsor for today's episode is an amazing company called Away. Now you guys have probably seen Away suitcases either on Instagram or on TV. They are so cool and so well designed. And I had my eye on one of them forever. And I finally just got one of my own. Now, if you guys have been hanging around here for a while, you know that I have a fierce and incurable case of wanderlust. I've been to 31 countries around the world so far, and I am always planning my next adventure. Side note on that, it's funny because even though I've traveled so much, I still hate packing, and I am a total overpacker. Just ask Carl. Okay, well, don't ask Carl because he'll he'll tell you the truth. <laughs> anyway, I love traveling. It's one of my biggest passions, but it's always been really hard for me to find luggage I like. All the suitcases I've ever found were either too bulky or too flimsy or too heavy, and I do not have time for heavy suitcases because with all that overpacking, I do not have a pound to spare. 
Not only that, but Carl and I have bought several suitcases this year that have broken in just one flight. The zipper rips off, the suitcase flies open, the handle breaks, the wheels get wonky. And that's so frustrating because travel is such an adventure already, we do not need our luggage to be an adventure too, right? We just need it to work. And that's why I am in love with my new Away suitcase. I just got my first one and I am seriously obsessed. So first of all, it was surprisingly affordable. Away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to us. You can pick from a variety of colors and four sizes. They have the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium or the large, which they say is for extended stays. I say it's for a weekend. Telling you, overpacker. And you guys, they have so many design features. I wanna tell you about just two of my favorites. So one of them is that they have a removable washable laundry bag in each suitcase so that you can keep your dirty clothes separate from your clean clothes. I love that. I've been looking for that forever. And this might be my favorite feature. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your phone five times. You guys, it's amazing. I cannot tell you how many times I've wandered around the airport frantically looking for a plug for my dying cell phone. But as if that wasn't enough, Away makes this decision and owning their suitcases even easier. First of all, they have a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for life. This really can be the last suitcase you ever purchase. They also have a 100-day trial. You can live with it, travel with it, Instagram it, and if at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And, as if that's not already enough, they have free shipping on any Away order within the lower 48 states. Friends, I am so excited about my new Away suitcase. I was already planning my next adventure, and now I cannot wait to hit the road. I need Brie to plan a trip for me, right? Guys, I love this company, and I love them even more because they have a gift for y'all. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash girlsnight and use the promo code girlsnight during checkout. I want to say that just one more time so I make sure y'all have all the information. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash girlsnight and use the promo code girlsnight during checkout. Away, thank you so much for sponsoring our girls' night. We love having you. Okay, now without any further ado, let's jump back into my conversation with Taja and Bree. Okay, so Taja, I know that we, you know, you talked about picking women who are in a different field from you. And I think that depending on what's, you know, depending on what your field is, depending on what you're trying to do in the world, that can be a really good thing. You know, sometimes we want to pick women who are in the exact same field as us, you know, connect with other photographers or whatever the case may be. But regardless, when we're connecting with other women, I think that the, 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 one of the biggest hurdles we have to get over is that hurdle of comparison and competition. And this is something that I know you're really passionate about, about like deciding that there's more than enough to go around, deciding that we're going to choose community over competition. Can you like explain that concept to us and, and kind of talk about how we've done that? So when it comes to community over competition, that's something that I am very passionate about. Um, I feel like when you realize that we're all kind of in the same boat together and you can work to lift each other up instead of tearing each other down and fighting each other over something, um, that that only makes you better because at the end of the day, we're all different people and we all bring something different to the table. And that's why, so it's why we have choices and it's so great to have choices and to just really elevate that. So even if you are thinking about wanting to do, um, 
um, some kind of mastermind or small group. It doesn't have to be with people who are in different fields. Like it can, you can connect on, like we connected on our spirituality, but you can also connect, um, if you are a photographer and working with other photographers, or, you know, if you are um, a teacher, like Steph was saying earlier, like anything like that, that brings you a commonality and just kind of connecting in that and just realizing that you're in it together and that you don't need to like be against each other and that anyone's ideas that can bring to the plate can actually help you become a better person and better in your field. I think you're right. And I think that like, you know, I think in the world, it's so, the world wants to tell us that there's only so much to go around, you know, that there's only so many Instagram followers, only so much success, only so much money, only so many like places of influence. And I just think that like God's economy is so different. Like God has a place for each of us. And, and even like, you know, if there are two, you know, podcasters and the pod, like, you know, if, if my podcast is so similar to someone else's podcast, well, like most people, if you're listening to one podcast, you're listening to two and, and no one is, too encouraged. Like there's just not too much goodness in the world, not too much joy or hope, or there are not too many women who know who they are in Christ. There are not too many people who know Jesus. There are not, there's not too much beauty in the world. And I think until that's the case, like until all of the world's problems are solved, like the market's not saturated. And so someone else progressing doesn't mean that you can't progress or that you're not. And, and really like when we all are in this together and we're all working together, we all like a rising tide, you know, raises all boats. And I I think that that's like really the philosophy that we've operated on is that, you know, we want each other to be deeply successful and we're completely committed to helping each other do that in every way possible, knowing that someone else growing, like each other growing only helps them. And it only helps us too, you know, for sure. Yeah. It can be a really like I say that knowing that it can be really tough and that on some days, especially I think that there, and you guys can back me up on this if like, if you feel the same way, but I think there can be people in our lives where we struggle more than others, you know, where like, especially I think if someone does like something that's really similar to you, th- that's a hard thing to keep in mind. And it's, it's something you have to like fight a little harder for Would you guys agree? Um, yeah, for sure. I think that that it, it's, kind of like a highlight on probably where is that coming from and why for you to kind of uncover and dig that up and, and, and ultimately realize that like, yeah, you have to come to the point where you realize like Taja was saying, you bring you to the table and nobody else does, but also like your blessings have your name on it. And so somebody else succeeding has actually nothing to do with you and what your path is and what gifts are for you and what blessings are for you and what business is for you. Like it's also perfect and aligned like with the plan and purpose that God has for you that like when we feel those feelings of comparison or competition or, Oh my gosh, look at what she did, which is natural and human. So give yourself grace. It actually is just an opportunity for us to be like, okay, like what's going on here? How can I dig that up and out of me? Because Mm -hmm. it's not supposed to be there. I think that that's another thing that we've been able to do together is like yeah. bringing those things. And we get to do that as a body of believers, period. But you get to do that, especially with women who get what it's like to be in your in your field. If you're a teacher and there's another teacher who got like promoted or given this honor or something and you didn't, you're like, man, I feel small about this. I feel frustrated by this. Talking to your group, that's exactly the kind of thing that we bring to each other. Like, pray for me. Talk me through this. Help me remember, like, yeah, that my blessings have my name on it and that this person succeeding doesn't mean I'm not going to, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. For sure. 
So I think that when we are joining some sort of group like this, and it, it happens in all different, you know, arenas, all different spheres, like a small group, a, you know, a mastermind, any sort of group of women, every once in a while, there's something that, that comes along that can kind of mess it up. And I think sometimes it's that someone leaves the group or something shifts or someone goes through a crazy season and isn't able to show up in the same way, or there's conflict in the group. And those things can be really hard to recover from. And actually we've had all of those happen in our group. I would love to hear just like from both of you guys, how have we gotten through those things and how have we like stayed together through like through those kind of obstacles that, that have been in our path? Yeah, that's true. I guess we're talking about our mastermind as a group of three, but it didn't start out that way. It started out as a group of five. So we won't like forget that. And there's the other two women that are not part of it anymore are like wonderful and amazing. And I uh, wish them the best and obviously no hard feelings. I think that with masterminds, with, with community, with friends, even sometimes life is ebb and flow and virtually all relationships have that ebb and flow. And especially with a, with a group like this, I think you, it's okay to constantly kind of evaluate what is working, what might not be working, what season of life you're in, what you need in that season, and then make decisions based off of that. And it actually doesn't really need to say, um, anything about a, a particular person. It just really is about like evaluating what's best for, um, that particular community and for that particular person in that season of life. And, that's okay to do. And I think that that's happened to us. Um, and it's okay. And the idea that like, not everyone is made to do life together. (laughs) Like it just isn't going to work with all types of personalities and people. And for whatever reasons that is okay. It is more than okay. And, and making something, if it's not life-giving, you kind of have to like figure out why and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think also just like that constant reevaluation. Like, I think that the, the biggest thing to me with the group is not only that we had these rules, but it wasn't that these rules were set in stone. It was just that these were open for constantly being looked at and, and, and and talked about because it's kind of like what our group, our mastermind started out as it was like this very like topic driven kind of thing. And like, we also, we kind of grew out of that because our businesses are, are doing so well all in their own little avenue. So it was like for us to focus on just one topic, it's kind of like, we're, you know, like marketing, it's like one person might need marketing advice, but the other person doesn't need marketing advice. So, you know, just being able to just keep that question open and just ask people like, Hey, how is this affecting you? How, um, what could we do to be better? Is there something that's a thorn in, in it? Because the, it's not about individual, like looking at it that way. It's about looking at it as a community and actually seeing if that community is still healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that open-handedness of, of like, is this still best for you in this season? And if it's not like, we're going to bless you and we're going to like, let you go. And and then as a group, I feel like we kind of came back together to decide, is this still best for us? And we said, yes, like this is still best for us. And everyone gets to make their own decision. And I think that like, you know, every once in a while, you know, groups fall apart and, and that's frustrating or every once in a while we try to put a group together, but I think that, um, and it, and it doesn't work, but I think it's worth a couple tries, you know, because like this, this group wasn't the perfect thing or at the right time for the other women who were part of it. And that's totally great for them, but it's been so good for us. And it's just, everyone's like, you just have to kind of give it a couple tries. And then I yeah. think like it's, there were, I feel like there have been a couple times where we've 
Like we've hurt each other's feelings, like in the three of us, you know, like when you're gathering together as a group of women, inevitably something is going to happen where someone's feelings get hurt or where there's a miscommunication. And I think that like the way that we got through those, those moments was giving each other the benefit of the doubt, like believing that the other people are really for us and really love us. And really addressing the problems, like saying, Hey, like, this is what happened. This hurt my feelings, like bringing it to the table and not sitting on it forever. Like, you you know, letting the conflict grow. Um, I feel like we've been really good to talk directly to each other about it. Like whoever the problem is actually with to say, not like, Hey, Brie, Taja's making me mad, but like, Hey, Taja, this thing that you said hurt my feelings. And I feel like because we've, we've tackled things head on and we've faced problems and we haven't let things fester. That's how we're still together because of course they're going to be misunderstandings, you know? And, but when they're left unchecked, that's when they grow into something that like destroys something like this, you know, do you guys have any other thoughts on that? No, (laughs) (laughs) no. Um, I can just kind of say that being very open about things, like even if it's, if something, you know, hurt your, hurt your feelings, even if you know that that other person didn't mean anything about that, like they weren't purposely trying to do that to you, just kind of being open and just like letting them know, like, Hey, like when, when you said this, I know that's not what you meant, but this is how I took it. And, um, and, you know, just kind of talking about that. I think that's amazing. And all friends and all relationships across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, if you're married to someone, like, don't just like, if someone says something like, don't, don't sit on it, just like bring it to the table and say like, this is what I felt like when you, when you said that, um, even, um, I could think of situations when I was working in the corporate world of like, going and talking to my boss and just being like, Hey, when you said that, like, did you mean this? Like, this is how I interpreted that. And it just begins to like take out forest fires before it even starts. Because if you don't have those conversations, it just escalates. That's so true. I love that. And I love that image of the forest fire. Like it just, it stops it before it, before it grows into something it was never meant to be. It started out as a small, you know, miscommunication and it turned into something that ends a relationship and it didn't have to get there. I really like that. So we kind of mentioned this earlier, but one of my favorite things that we, so, so we talked about this at the beginning that we all live in different places and we met entirely online, which is proof that things like Facebook and Instagram can actually help you meet really great friends. And the first time we ever got together, you guys came to Nashville to visit. Um, and we went to a conference together, which was so fun and nerve wracking because we're like, Oh my gosh, we're seeing more than each other's like waist up on a camera, you know, we're like actually getting to hug each other. And I feel like it was awkward for like 45 minutes and then it was the best. Would you say that? Tasha, you, we got to see each other first. So I feel like we tackled that first. Yeah. Well, I actually met Brie first. Yeah. 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 I met, yeah. I met Brie first at a conference. Um, separate. And then I ended up meeting, um, Stephanie. And so it was, it's fun. It was so fun because Stephanie is like the most like, open friendship person I've ever met. And I'm like the complete opposite. I'm very like to myself and very, and very guarded. And so like the moment that I saw Stephanie, it was just like, she, you know, you would have just thought that we've been friends and seen each other like ever since like we were born. And, um, and so she was like so open. She opened her home to us. Cause that's where, that's where we stayed. And, um, 
I don't know. I felt I was, I was nervous just because it's like you, it's like you're it's almost like you're celebrity. Like you're like, you're meeting like someone that you see on TV, like in real life. Like it was like, it was weird. And like, and like that aspect of it. Um, but, uh, I don't know. You, you just have a really disarming way of making people feel very comfortable very quickly. And, um, for you to do that to me where I'm always like high energy and, and like on edge and nervous, um, was really great. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's really sweet. Um, I remember Stephanie being way taller than she looked online. She's way so taller. <laughs> Stephanie's really tall, you guys. <laughs> that makes me sound like I'm like a giant. I'm five no, nine for anyone who's wondering. You're always like when you're sitting, like you said, like seeing somebody from shoulders up, you just have like this. Oh, they're the exact same height as me. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah you guys are tiny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I definitely believe that doing life together offline was a game changer for us. Um, I think it allowed us to know each other on a deeper level that's going to exist far beyond however long this quote unquote mastermind lasts. Um, and I'm extremely grateful for that. And I guess I'm sure that me being who I am and doing what I do, um, gently forced y'all to actually travel and leave the country with me because (laughs) I do believe very strongly in, the beauty of that and, and how that can and help friendships and grow friendships and just be like life-changing moments and create memories and stuff like that. And so I actually just, I wrote a blog, I think last week about traveling with your friends and how to do that and how to make it a priority and make it a part of your life and actually um, move forward with it. Because obviously traveling in and of itself can be beautiful at any stage of life. So solo with your partner, and with your friends. Um, and so for us developing a friendship and then being like, Hey, what does this look like if we spend five days together in Mexico? And it always, it's traveling with friends is is one of those things that sounds good as an idea. Like when you talk about it, it's like, that would be amazing. And then when you actually do it, it's like, well, that might be hard and can I afford it? And what if I don't like you after day two? All of those things were probably things that went through our head, but I think that doing those things outside of business-related that just allowed us to have fun, let our hair down, be um, just be us in in a, in a cool environment, just really opened the door to like us deepening our friendship. And the idea that like both of you were at you know my wedding this January, there I had thirty people at my wedding people that I've known for 20 plus years and, and y'all both were there, I think speaks volumes to the depth that our relationship has gone. And to, like I said, how I count you as my people. And so for me, like that really shows, and y'all traveled to Costa Rica to do that. So it really (laughs) is, you know, like it really is a testament to the friendship and relationships that we've built that go so much further than just our businesses. Tasha, are you tearing up? I'm tearing up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brie, really quick. And then I want to kind of get back to this. Can you give us like two ideas for how to actually travel with girlfriends? Because I know traveling with my friends is one of my favorite things I've ever done in life and I will never stop doing it ever. Thank God Carl's cool with that because I would be in so much trouble if he wasn't. But like, how do you actually make a trip happen? Can you give us like a couple professional pointers? Yeah. So I think one thing is 
it's going to obviously depend on who you are, stage of life you're in, what your finances look like. All of those things need to be taken into consideration, but there is no reason that nothing can happen. So I think my first point would be just to start easy. Like if this is like a new idea for you, but you're like, I want more of that, like start easy, do a weekend trip that you can actually just drive to rent a house, like gather everyone. Like there's so much to be said for community in spaces like around the table or, you know, sharing like a late night glass of wine and just like pouring out your real hearts to them. So if you have to start small or simple or easy, do that and grow from there. When we went to Mexico and all inclusive literally is a vacation on a platter. Like you just have to show up. You have your food taken care of. You have your fun taken care of. Like there's nothing easier except just getting on the plane. So even trips like that are possible. But I also think one of the best things that that can be done that when I'm working with like groups of people is to have someone just say, here's the trip, sign your name up. Like, you know, we don't need to all sit around and make the decisions together and decide, well, maybe this date and maybe this place. And, oh, I don't like to do that. Like sometimes too many cooks in the kitchen just create chaos. And so when you can have somebody be like, hey, I'm planning this trip to this place on this date, are you in? And your friends could be like, that sounds amazing. I am in. It allows people to kind of just say yes to the actual tangible thing versus just this nebulous idea of we should travel together because more often than not, it stays an idea and we want to make it an actual thing in our, in our lives. I love that. And, and I totally agree. I think that those experiences were the thing that like made our friendship totally pop off the page. Like we getting that actual FaceTime together that, I mean, your wedding in Costa Rica was amazing. Our, that trip to Mexico, like just one of my favorite memories in the last several years, just getting to like eat breakfast together and hang out on the beach together. And I just, the conversations we got to have that got to unfold really naturally and all day and not get crammed into two hours or whatever. It just was a game changer. So I love that. I want to ask you guys just kind of, as we're finishing up, what has our mastermind done for you? Like having this group of women, what is it, what has it meant to you? And like, why is this important? How has this made a difference in your life? I think the the biggest thing is, I think you've, you've guys just given me so much courage in general, um, courage in my, in my business and also courage in my life personally. Um, if I'm going through a hard time or, you know, uh, uh, going, walking through a really terrible season, like I know that I have like two really powerful prayer, like women of prayer, like in my corner and that, and you guys have just like encouraged me, like so much, um, in just in my life. And so it's been so interesting. Like we'll say that we're, you know, this all started off as a business thing and that we're business friends, but at the end of the day, like we have, you know, inserted ourselves in every parts of our lives, like every corner that we could go, like we, we've, been, we've been there. And so that's been like really, really awesome. Um, business wise, like just being able to talk, like I've had ideas for different workshops or just different things that I just wouldn't have been able to get off of the ground, but because of your guys' accountability, like my business has grown significantly from that. Hmm. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I would say that like for the past three years in this season of life that I've been in that has seen so many changes, I feel like you have been my constant. And that's been a really amazing thing. It's like community is so important. 
so important. And to find a place where you're like, I belong here. I belong here. These are my people. We're doing this thing in all, like Tasha said, like in all aspects, it's meant the world to me um, on a personal level and also a professional level. It's definitely taken away the lonely feeling of working alone, um, doing something that I, I feel passionate about and I feel purposeful about, but not feeling like I'm actually the only one who cares about it. That's really helpful. And then getting two new like life friends. I think there has never, you know, there's never anything that's going to matter more to me than like friendships at the end of the day, when you're surrounded and know that people love you, that they care about you, that they're going to show up for you in whatever way you need them to. And whatever season of life that you're in, that's invaluable. So I'm certain that that's what you guys have given to me. I appreciate it. And I love y'all for it. I love you. I love all of you. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I feel the exact same way. I think that friendship, I'm, I am with both of you guys. Friendship is the most important thing to me, like in the world, truly. I, having people to walk through life with, and you guys have been just this enormous gift that, that I didn't even like that I almost missed out on. My gosh, Stephanie, check your email. <laughs> um, but you guys have just been like such dear friends to me and, and like buddies to walk through the last, three years with. And, and I think these last three years have been really tumultuous in all of our lives. You know, starting a business is not easy and especially starting a business that has our name on it, that relies completely on us. Like we don't get to leave this at the end of the day and it's very public and it's very scary. And we're trying to pay the bills all completely on our own. And I think that like, I felt so like, it's so easy to feel so much fear and so much isolation. It's easy to like run out of steam. And I feel like you guys have, have been behind me, like pushing me forward, um, in seasons, you guys have been in front of me pulling me. I think there've been seasons where you guys have just straight up carried me. And I just think that there's something there's like, not enough can be said about not having to do this alone, whether it's life or business or the things we're meant to do in the world. Like I just, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be nearly doing, I mean, I, w- I just wouldn't be doing any of this if it weren't, weren't for you guys. And so I'm just, I'm just crazy grateful for you. My last question for you guys as we're finishing up is if women are sitting here saying, you know, Taja, Brie and Steph, I would love to have a group like this. I don't even know how to gather people. I don't know how to find people. I'm intimidated by this. Like I want this, the path to getting it seems so hard. Do you guys have just like one last piece of encouragement for that girl as she's thinking about trying to find some of her people in this way? I think my biggest piece of advice would kind of maybe sound like a kick in the pants, but (laughs) you really just need to go out and get what you need. Like, I think if this conversation resonated with you in any way, you take it upon yourself to be the person that reaches out and organizes it and starts it. Like it is so much easier to steer a moving ship than it is to kind of like just sit there and wait in, you know, wait for divine movement. Like it really doesn't work that way. You might fumble. It might not get, you might not get it right, like right off the ground, but you are going to have so much more if you just start somewhere and take it upon yourself to like make the first move to contact the first few people to gather at the Starbucks. And if you're local, like just whatever it is, start somewhere and you know, it can change, it can grow, it can evolve. That's, that's not a problem. But if you think that this would be a value to your life in any way, in whatever kind of 
thing that you're doing, whether it's a passion project, whether it's a career, whether it's corporate, whether it's entrepreneurship, whatever the case may be, this works for anyone. And it can, you know, it really can start with you. So that would be my first piece of advice. I love that. I think that's so great. Um, I think my um, biggest piece of advice is the biggest, biggest thing that I hear constantly when people talk about looking even for friends, like just as the base level of just being like, I don't have anyone that I connect with, um, that your people might not be around you and that's okay. And like social media is there. And so I always tell people like, like, let's start putting the social back in social media. Like it's there so that we can connect. It's not there for us to, to sell. It's not there for us to compare. It's not there for us to buy. It's there for us to connect. And so if there are people that are just like, you're like, these are my people on social media, just like reach out to them and say, like, do you think that once a month, like we could get together and just, you know, talk about how hard motherhood is. Are you, you know, and that I'm there for you. Like, do you think that we could get together every now and just talk about like the single season in our life? Just like, just any, anything like that, like just starting out small and people genuinely want to connect. It's like the reason why we all have social media and we're all doing the businesses that we're doing is not because we're trying to sell things or because we're like the, that passion about it. It's like, we really just want to connect with people. And so even like the, the little comments that you can send to someone and just being like, Hey, you're doing a really good job. or I really like that post or this comment, like really like affected me. Um, like we love that. And so like, just connect with with people, like all humans just want to feel like they're being seen and, and noticed. I love That's that. Really That's like exactly what I was going to say too. I think that we, we carry a lot of shame when we're thinking about starting something like this. It's like almost preemptive shame. Like we're already feeling the shame that we would feel if someone said, no, I have enough friends. Oh, you don't have <laughs> enough friends. Like, no, I don't want to be your friend. You know, we're already feeling like that's going to be the answer. And we're already feeling so sick about that and nervous about reaching out. But the thing is like, Everybody needs people. And there are a few people in the world that have enough or too many people in their life, but not very many. Most people need more people. They need more connection, more support, more community, more like, you know, believers loving them and cheering them on. They need more help. People need this. And so know that you're not trying to like sell them on an idea that that they don't want. Like, this is something that people are just like you are. People are dying for someone to reach out to them and ask them to be a part of something like this. And so know that you're offering something that people really want. And if you do stumble upon someone who like, it's not the right season or they don't have enough time, or maybe they do have like, you know, too many people in their life or too many commitments right now, that's not going to be everybody's case. And so I would say like, absolutely try and then try again and try again, and just be willing to be resilient, be willing to give it a couple tries because eventually you will stumble upon some women who really need this and really want this and who are really willing to show up for it. So like I have the thinnest skin in the whole world. You guys know this. I'm not a person with thick skin, but (laughs) I think like stealing yourself ahead of time and just telling yourself, like, if I have to, you know, I'm willing to do three iterations of this, or I'm willing for this to fail five times before I give up or something like that. Just knowing that every, everyone has different things going on. So maybe it won't be perfect for the first time you try, but it will get there. It'll be something really life-giving and it's worth, it's worth pursuing. It's so worth it. 
I love that. Well, you guys, I adore you. And I'm so, so happy that I got to introduce you guys and get to introduce our group to our amazing Girls Night community. I just adore you guys. And truly, I would not be doing any of the things I'm doing without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, aren't Taja and Brie amazing? I am so glad y'all got to meet them. Don't forget that you can always find the links from the show as well as all of their contact info over on our show notes. Just go to stephaniemaywilson.com slash blog. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I cannot tell you how much it means to me to have you here at Girls' Night. This is kind of funny, but I went to a podcaster's meetup here in Nashville a couple nights ago and people were asking me like, what is your podcast and who listens to it? And I was bragging about y'all like crazy. We have the most amazing community. I am so honored to get to do this and honored to get to be in this community with you. Before you go, I'd love it if you do two quick things. The first is to subscribe. Subscribing to the podcast is the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. And it's also a way easier way to listen because it's a way of bookmarking the podcast. You don't have to go looking for it again. Your app will just automatically download the next episode when a new one's released. The other thing is that I know God has been doing the most amazing things in our Girls' Night community. And y'all, I would love to hear your story. If you have a story of how Girls' Night has impacted your life, would you take a second and leave us a comment on our podcast reviews? I would really love to hear your story. And actually, I'm going to start sharing some of them at the end of each episode because I feel like we need to celebrate the amazing things God is up to. So if you have a story you want to share of how God has used Girls' Night in your life, go ahead and tell us about it in a review. And I'm going to read a few at the end of the next episode. Okay? Friends, thank you so much for listening and for being a part of our Girls' Night community. I love having you here, and I'll see you next week.